You're listening to a Sin Media Podcast, where young people run the show. G'day, g'day guys. Welcome to episode nine of the Next Checkpoint Podcast, a special Next Checkpoint Podcast because it is Halloween. Spooky noises from the background. Come on, spooky noises. Yes, the, the counts would be very, very impressed with us. So, as usual, I am Connor. I am joined by my two friends. Re- returning, returning guest, Daniel. Sup? Yeah, yeah. We, we had a lot of success in that last last episode with you. That's why you brought me back for the ratings. Yeah, exactly right. Listen, our downloads went from like five to eight in an episode. So, you'd really, you, you're doing something right here. So, I'll take it. And... Joining a new guest for this episode, we have Haley. Welcome to the show Thanks for, for me. a spoopy, spoopy special. Well, spoopy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here to talk about moments that made us crap our pants in games, or nearly crap our pants in games. Nah, my, mine was all crap my pants, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or it could have been from horror games, or it could have been from, you know, just random games. Who knows? And if you want to uh, check us out on the Facebooks, go to facebook.com forward slash Next Checkpoint Podcast. And if you want to find us on other podcast platforms, we are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Omni, and I'm sure with more to come. Now, all right, we've got some housekeeping out of the way. We're here to talk about moments where we've nearly crapped ourselves. And I guess for Haley, who's a new guest, tell us about yourself. Um, I don't know, I guess. Just graduated, uni student. Yes, yes. Games Club Prez. Hell yeah. That's that's why you're here. Games Club all the way. Part-time crime fighter, full-time vegan. Oh, yep. Yeah, so, so you've been... <laughs> eBay connoisseur. So you've been going through those riots that have been going on near the uh, exhibition building. Oh, yep. Yep. Is it sad that my friends were? <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't shock okay. me. As long as they didn't punch any horses, I'm good with that. All right. No. <laughs> That's that's what that's extra spooky. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go into sort of like a a top nine. We're not gonna do ten because it'll just make everything uneven. So we're gonna go with our top nine moments in games where we've nearly crapped ourselves. Now, Daniel, since you were since you were my guest last time, you're not gonna go first, <laughs> and I'm not gonna go first. We're gonna we're gonna have our new guest Haley jump in with her first choice, her first pick in this top nine. It's got to be extra spoopy since we are in the dark with very little sources of light. So Haley, uh, take it away. Let's see what we got. Okay, so this one was rather recent, as in like it was last weekend. I uh, played Outlast. Ooh, okay, actually, so... I've also got an Outlast one. So carry on. the first one? Yes. Like the first one when you're learning to open the door? Hold into a false sense of security? No, I've got a different moment, okay. but let's go, let's go with yours first. Okay, so you're learning the controls, learning how to open things, learning how to slide around corners, open doors. The first time you open a door, get the eerie music, you think you're safe, you got the controls, and then, boom, yeah. from the roof, just that swinging dead body right in your face. And you're just like, you nearly crapped your pants. I may have a little bit of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing in the dark. It was like what, what, 12. Were you playing with anyone or just? Yes, yeah, so I was playing with my partner. And, but, uh, and did he jump as well? He knew it was coming. He okay. didn't warn me. He oh, was so he's being a butt. So he's actually played this game before. <laughs> he's played through the whole thing, and then I'm sitting here like curled up on the chair, like, <laughs> oh my goodness, no! You're just hoping that something, something won't come out to kill you. Yet it did. It did. Absolutely peed myself. <laughs> <laughs> it not only killed you, possibly in the game, but also killed your dignity. <laughs> a little bit. 
Yeah. I have, I have little dignity, but it's gone after that. I can attest to that. Daniel, can you as well? Yeah, yeah. there he goes. Good nod. Good nod. <laughs> I didn't have dignity before I was conceived. Okay. <laughs> Daniel, I've never known you to have dignity. A little bit. I've seen him in a suit. Oh, yeah. That's so true. <laughs> when was I in a suit? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yes, okay. yeah, because you, you do stuff with wrestling. All right, so Haley, that was your first choice, where you nearly crapped yourself playing Outlast. <laughs> yeah. that, that's, we're off to a good start here. I'm going to go second with my Outlast moment. Mm. Now, I also played this with my partner, but in the day. So slightly more protection from, from evil monsters. And from my end, I completely jumped to the roof in the literal first two minutes. <laughs> You know how you, like, climb up through, like, the, the stairs and into the building through yeah. a window? Yeah. And the TV just turns on by itself? Oh, yep. Yep. I fucking jumped up to the roof and nearly hit my head because I was just, like, I, I jumped. I was so bad. And then there was more to come. Like when you got the dude in the wheelchair. Oh, yeah. You, you walk past him once and it's just like, yep. Oh, can. yeah. How you doing, old mate? How you doing? Do some stuff in a room, come back, and then he jumps at you. And I'm like, oh, shivers. Yeah, like it's it's not fun. Like I, I was just not a fan of that. All right. So, yeah, two two of them are Outlast picks. So we're really off to a flyer with Outlast. We'll just trash talk Outlast. <laughs> yeah, like we're just going to trash talk Outlast. <laughs> Outlast is terrible game. Terrible game. Terrible game. <laughs> Daniel, what do you got for your first? So, my first one, I played, I think it was a week ago. Yeah, it was. It was about a week ago. And that was the Alien Isolation game. Okay, now this I have not played, but I acknowledge that it's a fantastic game. It is, it is. It is a real, like, you know, true tribute to the series. It was was so much more of a tribute than Aliens Colonial Marines. (laughs) It's more of a tribute than Alien Resurrection. That's that's another horror story right there, Aliens Colonial Marines. For those who may not know it, it's the perfect example of don't buy a game until you play it. <laughs> don't or yeah. don't don't buy into the hype rather. Not not Watch don't the buy the game. <laughs> yeah, what like get that early early review stuff. That's when it's like hot off the presses. So Daniel, what was your experience with Aliens Colonial Marines? Because I'm interested. Because oh, I've also played this game. Well, my experience with it, because I've played it a couple of times. Wait, you've played it more than once? Yes. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I like Alien. Yeah, but Aliens Colonial Marines? Really? Not that Colonial Marines. It's Isolation. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I thought you were talking about Colonial Marines. Yeah, talk about Alien Isolation for me, That because that's a fantastic game. Yes, sorry. <laughs> so, so essentially, you play as... You play as Ellen Ripley's daughter. Yes. Which is like Amanda and she moves around like the space station doing her things and trying to keep out of the way of the xenomorphs that are on the way and trying to battle her. So it's good. There's a couple of little missions like we have to like, you know, escape the lab and like you peer in the background, you can see the xenomorph after you. You have to hide in certain areas. You can hide in like, you know, rooms or air vents or things like that or lockers. And sometimes when you're hiding, you think you're safe, and then all of a sudden, like, bam, you get, like, a chest burst, and it's, like, the tail of the xenomorph because it found you. Oh, no, And I'm just like, no, oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh-oh, game over. Game over. There's so many, like, jump scares and sudden things like that. It really is just, like, oh. Well, what I love about Alien Isolation is that even in, like, the saving screen, oh, really? you could get jumped. Like, yep. you think you're safe because you're about to save the game, and then suddenly you get ganged on by the Xenomorph or whatever the robot things are that look like humans that look like have just been burned alive. I can't remember what their name is. I don't remember either. The life of me. Okay. They look like if, like, the wrestler Kane actually had the burn scars. 
as his character arc says. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, you mean like the androids? Yeah, yeah. yeah the like melted a, androids, like yeah. in first Alien movie, like he's all goopy inside. Mm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So Alien Isolation, that's a terrific pick. A very, very spoopy game. Lots of jump scares. It is a highly recommend. It you is. may crap yourself multiple times and may have to just like take a bucket with you. Just wear a diaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just wear a nappy and I you're good. I want to take this time right now to thank Huggies for their support. Mate, those... Not just for this game, but for the other two that I've got coming up as well. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> hey, I need... I, I, I shouldn't need them for Outlast. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Actually, yeah. Before oh. we get to yours, Haley, we went into Alien Isolation. We should probably talk about Outlast a little bit more. Oh, so yeah. I've got another one. <laughs> so you play as, like, a journalist, like, sort of cracking the case on, like, some maybe... What would you call it? It's like a closed down uh like mental asylum but people are still there yeah but like people are, it's a kind of like haunted but it's like kind of almost like they've left some patients behind oh it wasn't it like a riot almost went out i think so i think so yeah, yeah. you're like the journalist and you're going to investigate because you've gotten a tip and then you have to like work your way into the asylum and then do kind of all sorts of like tasks, <laughs> yeah. To, to get out after you find like some files on people, it's pretty cool. And then it's yeah. just like you got this big burly thing chasing oh, you, yeah. and then you got the two like almost prisoners that are like, <laughs> we want to have some fun with you. Oh, it's creepy as. <laughs> Isn't there like where you just see their dong just flopping? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> just sort of see some some flinging flinging sausage. Yeah, this is. Listen, we've gone to the bottom of the barrel here. We went from, like, being on our best behaviour to just the gutter. Like, straight you away. You have. I'm on my best behaviour still. <laughs> yeah, you're... I didn't bring it up. I didn't bring yeah, up the you're on your You're on your best behaviour, Daniel, which still just... It still shocks me. Even when, when we... After we recorded our episode and edited and, you know, it's uploaded now, please do go check it out, our WWE 2K20 predictions. And <laughs> when I spoke to all of our friends saying, hey, I actually got, like, Daniel on his best behaviour. Everyone's like... What? I was shook. I Even... was absolutely shook. <laughs> we had to get a defibrillator for Haley. <laughs> yeah, like Haley, you basically died and then came back to life. So yeah, it was my own. It was, <laughs> it was absolutely fantastic. Everyone was just sort of like, huh? We, we kind of all just thought you were fibbing lying. No, no. And if you listen back to the episode, Daniel didn't swear once. I didn't. No, he Not was actually. <laughs> no, he was actually very good. So hashtag Kodak moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's a moment that belongs on the uh, on the on the shelf. Like I'm going to f- make a TikTok about it. Yeah, make it <laughs> something that belongs on TikTok. <laughs> All right, Haley, what is your second pick for the moment where you've crapped yourself in games? Okay, so skipping over to Bioshock, the first one. Ooh, yes, that's a very scary game. So I've got a very specific splicer. You know the Houdini splicer? I've played maybe about two hours of Bioshock, but really don't know much about it. So okay. maybe go into a little bit on it. So pretty much you're doing what you do in Bioshock. <laughs> And then there's a one of the like a go, like almost like a shadow appears and you kind of go after it but then it like disappears and then you see it running around in the hallway next to you you go after it again because you have to there's nowhere else you can go and then it disappears and then next minute splatter in your face and I peed again. Muck <laughs> minute. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Because it it's just like you're thinking oh yeah it's just gonna keep disappearing it's just gonna be one of those things that's gonna come up later in the game no. It, it really gives you that false sense of security. Yes. And, like, from my experience of Bioshock, I think, oh, I think the scariest moment I had. Now, I don't know, I've, 
I remember one bit where it was like you're gathering some sort of file or some sort of recording and the room is completely empty. And here's the thing, you don't hear anything come in, you don't see anything come in, and you turn around and there's like a doctor splicer in front of you, literally just like where this mic is up to my face, it's that close. And you sort of like, you don't have like a, a moment to take it in, you just sort of whack him and it's like, holy crap. Like, what What the hell was that? Yeah, so that's what I like about Bioshock. You don't just get, like, the audio jump scares. You get the visual something's there. And oh, for sure. There, and then it's just like, whoa. Okay. I'm getting Slender Man vibes. Essentially. <laughs> but you don't get the warning, like, ooh, yeah. fuzzy. You just straight up in your face, splicer, scary looking guy, just like, meh. <laughs> it's all I can I, see. I also find the aesthetic of Bioshock really creepy. But yeah. good. But the good kind of creepy. You got that like nineteen fifties kind of style going on. And then it's just like Dream World gone wrong. Yeah. Not dream World, but like uh, the American Dream gone wrong. <laughs> I was gonna say Dream World gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I was like the American Dream. It like it's it's like if <laughs> it it's it's a fun it's actually quite a fun game and I do from the small time I've played the first one, because I have beaten Bioshock Infinite. Mm. I've played through that and I had a blast of that. Bioshock one I've barely played. And it's just like, yeah, Bioshock Infinite is like freaking. Uh, what's a what's a horror movie that's not a horror movie comparing it to a horror movie? So like scary movie or like you mean like the seventh iteration of yeah? Um, what is it? Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, <laughs> where he's just he's just slinging jokes and like, ha ha ha, I'm gonna set you on fire, bang, and then you're on fire. Okay, we'll we'll go with like the 1700th Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. film to the first one. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a parody of a parody of itself. Yeah. Well, we've got to keep going on with that line. It's a parody, a parody, a parody, a parody. It's going to keep going there. All right. I've got the second one. Now, this is not necessarily from a scary game per se, but it's scary in the sense of, oh, 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 no, I don't want people to see this. So Far Cry 3, maybe one of the best, worst first-person shooters of all time because it has led to the downfall of... I'm not going to say quality, but fun of Ubisoft games. Because ever since then, you've had to climb up radio towers, take over this fortress, collect this, collect that, rinse and repeat over a nice large map. And in Far Cry 3, this came out in 2012, and at the time, I was 15 years old. A little baby. <laughs> I was a little baby. You guys are... See, you guys are older than me. You, you're hitting like... Only by about... You, you guys were nearly 18 apiece. We're four years older than you? No. You're 15. Three years older than you? Maybe. I can't do math. I can't do math either. <laughs> but we're not here for our math skills. No. <laughs> yes, no. We're here to talk about moments where we nearly shut ourselves. Like, essentially, this was the first game I ever played which had boobies. <laughs> of course. Back when I was younger, the PlayStation 3 we had was actually set up downstairs in, like, the main living room. <laughs> oh, no. Now, you yes. see where I'm going with this. It's the whole Game of Thrones sex scene and then your parents walk in. Very close. <laughs> so, essentially, like, I'm going through the game and I'm like, oh, yeah, so essentially the, not cult leader, but tribe leader Citra has handed, like, has basically forced you to drink this sort of potion which has knocked you out unconscious. And in this sort of dream world, you have to defeat a giant monster. Like, it's it's huge. It's just ba it's basically the world. You're basically trying to destroy the world that would become the island. 
and you're shooting it with like Rambo explosive arrows, which makes no sense in the context of Far Cry 3. Like you're almost doing like Rambo impersonations doing it. And essentially you get up, you kill it. When you awaken, this woman is straddling you topless with boobage and nippleage all for show. <laughs> That's it's for the boys, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Here's the thing, as a 15-year-old, and you've, you've hit puberty, it's like, oh, yeah, oh, what? Oh, I put down the Pokemon cards for this. <laughs> and I could hear footsteps coming to the room. <laughs> And that's when the panic set in. <laughs> that's the real life jump scare. That's 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 the real jump scare because in Far Cry Three, you can't skip the cutscenes. <laughs> oh, oh shippers! <laughs> so you're like, oh no, oh no, oh no! So I had to dive over just to turn off my PS3 and just <laughs> have that sigh of relief when the TV turned to black. <laughs> So you go from a woman straddling you to a blank screen, and it's like, oh, that was way too close. I'm loving the adrenaline rush. <laughs> I was feeling some secondhand one. I'm like, oh, yeah. go, go, make oh, it. Because we've all had moments like that. Yeah, there's been many moments where I've tried to spear tackle the TV to, sorry, to stop people from seeing what I'm watching. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I had to do it with one of the old ones, so I literally had to like press the button in on the TV. And the TV still had buttons. And I was like, no! I almost ripped the thing off the stand. <laughs> but that's not the only nude scene in Far Cry 3, because at the end you have a choice. Like... Mm-hmm. A choice ending. The first one, you save all your friends, but they've been captured by the tribe. Mm. And the end result is you either kill all your friends, including your girlfriend and your brother. Ooh, snap. And the end result is you basically have, like, a, a sex scene with this person. Not like hot coffee GTA San Andreas where you <laughs> actually interact. This is just a cut scene. So you're in the middle of some some fun times, and she stabs you in the knife. Ooh, that hey, what's you... this game called? <laughs> <laughs> you need to play it, do you now? You're you gonna For play the it, Daniel? And then the, the stabbing you in during sex. It just made the list. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, yeah, you you kill your friends, you die in almost like the happiest way someone can die, but under so much shock. <laughs> And essentially, the end of the game is you've impregnated this woman and you've died. Death of base snoo snoo. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Death by snoo snoo. I was literally just thinking. That. <laughs> if you haven't seen that episode of Futurama, please go watch it. It is the best one. Yeah. Seconded. <laughs> But yeah, that's one of the endings and the second sex scene in the game. Basically, if you don't choose that ending, you save your friends. Everyone's happy. But no sex for you. <laughs> but but you live with mental scars. So yeah. that was that was my kind of horror-ish moment where I've nearly had to explain a lot of things <laughs> to my parents. Yes. Why are you playing a game where you're being stabbed during sex? <laughs> Why, why why is your character into this? <laughs> why are there boobies on the TV? I didn't think this was a snuff film. This isn't Nat Geographic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that, Daniel, your, your second. So my second, just for the hell of it, has got to be like any of the Five Nights at Freddy's stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's just, fair Just enough. because, you know, I'm, I'm, I like games where you can do puzzle solving. So I've got well, no issues with that. I'm sorry, you and puzzle solving just don't seem to mix well together. I don't 
Leave me alone. I got Tetris and Sudoku. I, I, I'm smart. Yeah, but Tetris is... Tetris it's puzzle everyone, solving. <laughs> everyone plays Tetris, but like... I've got to do something on the train. So you got Five Nights at Freddy's on your phone? Sure. No. <laughs> but yeah, like, I like the puzzle solving, and it's fine. I like doing it. I get really into it, and I focus. And then these stupid little jump scares come out from these furry little creatures, and I just want to, like, just go, bam, punch them in the face. Right, the ones where you have to, like, fix them, and then you have to, like, grab stuff from inside of them, and then it'll just be like... Almost <laughs> like Ooh. just like Ooh, like the whole thing will move and then you'll just be like oops sorry you yep. died you did the wrong thing and, like, and many of times there's been like a jump scare and I've nearly thrown the controller through the roof or out the window I've <laughs> done that I've I, actually I, done that I think that's been with every major jump scare like you've, you've nearly thrown something yeah like for me there's marks in the wall from when like I have thrown it <laughs> <laughs> why does that not shock me because <laughs> I got good accuracy <laughs> Oh, goodness, good accuracy would be hitting yourself in the face accidentally, not the wall. Which is what I've also done. <laughs> Daniel, you've done a lot of things, and a lot of it I will not approve of. Just mini gulp and sushi. That, that sounds fantastic. So tell me more about Five Nights at Freddy's as someone who isn't a fan nor a player of the series. Oh, God. How do I describe it? Um, <laughs> all I know is it's the game where all 12-year-olds play it. This isn't Fortnite. Fortnite is one of those, but Five Nights <laughs> at Freddy's, every 12-year-old has played it. Um, I can't remember how to describe I haven't played it in ages. But literally, it's just like a game where you just go around. I think it's like some haunted place. And you solve a bunch of little puzzle things. And meanwhile, you've got these little very little robots running around trying to cause havoc. Because isn't it like the, the, like, you know, do you remember those fast food places that used to have, like, the dancing animatronics? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like at night. You have to like fix them and repair them. Yeah. But at night, they also come alive. Think night at the museum, but they all want to kill you. <laughs> I think if there's one place that I remember where the only restaurant I've ever seen in Melbourne that has ever done that is Smorgies. Oh my goodness. Yes. Who? Yes, you guys remember Smorgies. I had a Smorgies in Geelong. I may have given a report the, about Smorgies like the, today at the, at the university. Like the dancing seal? Oh, we didn't have you that. Didn't have we had dancing seals. No, we had dancing seals and talking trees. and. We like had the talking tree. Easter okay, Island was pyrotechnics. Like boardwalk thing, so like the dancing seal made sense. But I was oh, That's right. You're, in, you're in, in my area, so you'd go to the Bandura one, and this is like Geelong. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think I might have gone to the Bandura one, but yeah, it's like the best, worst, like, restaurant ever. It was the best worst restaurant ever, but it was the greatest things for kids and horrible for adults in terms of food. No, no, that seal was damn terrifying. Like, <laughs> me, me as, like, a nine-year-old, and I'm just, like, staring at this animatronic seal that's meant to be friendly, but it's, like, all dirty and, like, cracked, and I'm like, this is straight from my nightmares. <laughs> for the record, folks, Haley is now a seal clubber. <laughs> no, I am not, but that seal, I will clubber that seal. That specific animatronic creepy seal. So for you, Haley, it's the animatronics that really gets you. Just the whole... Childhood trauma. Yeah. So you wouldn't play Five Nights at Freddy's? I've... No. Not not personally. Have you played it? Yes. I have played it, but like... Is it like one of those things where you're just like with a group of friends just being like, ooh, let's play this, this spoopy. Yeah. Well, talk about it like a uh, documentary and it's funnier. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like, and now you have to remove the stuff from behind the eye. Replace the battery. And it's it And don't scary. let it kill you. Essentially. <laughs> so Daniel, how many how many jump scares would you give this game out of ten? At least an eight or a nine. There was a lot of it. They just kept coming. So you, they're randomized. They are. There's no even like a built in suspense. Mm. So it's just like all of a sudden Yep. Jump Ooh. scare for you. And that's exactly what you want with these kind of games as well. Like you want random stuff, so yeah, 8 or 9 out of 10. Very good, very good. Uh, Haley, we are up to your third one, I believe. Okay. Going old school, Resident Evil. Yes, yes. First one. We actually did, uh, we actually did a 
gaming grudge match of this on Monday for Player One, Resi Evil versus Silent Hill. Go on the Facebook play, the 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 Facebook page, the page, and vote. Vote who would you who would you vote for? Silent Hill. Hell yeah. I have no idea. They both quite terrify me personally. Exactly. That's the point. Because we, we had our our Halloween episode. Played a, had a lot of spoopy spoopy stuff. But yeah, yeah. So. Resident Evil 1, everybody remember when you're walking down the corridor with the windows? Yeah, and the dogs just yep, go, just boom, out of nowhere, dogs come flying through the window. I may have lost some dignity. <laughs> I may have, you know, previously mentioned throwing the controller, may have hit my little brother in the face. <laughs> she can do trick shots with it now. <laughs> I, just just bounce it off, it's like, it's like a boomerang. Just... I literally just went, threw it away from me. I was like, ah, and like, all hands went out and then my brother copped it. Yeah. Now, how old were you when you pl- first played this game and experienced that jump scare? Oh, I would have been pretty young. Okay, that that makes more sense. Like, um, maybe maybe 13? Maybe okay. Because, yeah, if you'd played this as, like, a late teen, early adult, you'd be like, there's, there's nothing. <laughs> you know, I, no. I probably still would have jumped. Like, that was a good jump scare. Like, probably get me still today, but... <laughs> I think I've experienced that jump scare once, and I'm like, ah, oh, doggies. Yeah. Resident Evil is one of those games where its jump scares, like especially with the later games, the jump scares have become better. Mm. Like if you've played through the Resident oh Evil 2 God, remake. The, the later games are just... The Resident Evil 2 remake, mm. where you got Mr. X chasing you at every corner. Just like this big burly dude. I haven't played the remake in a while. They're getting to like to levels of peak horror games right now. Yeah. Yes. Okay, not not Resident Evil six levels. That's no. not scary. No 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 no. Well, have you number did, seven definitely? Yes yes. Uh, did you know that you can mod the goose from Untitled Goose Game into Resident Evil two as Mr X? <laughs> no, but I want so, to. So <laughs> so you can honk, Leon Kennedy. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! I love it. <laughs> So obviously- I need this. <laughs> Daniel, you look quite shook. <laughs> I do. I need this now. I'm going home and I'm going to make this thing I think, and then I'm just going to like just it's pass out happen. happy. Yes. <laughs> so did you play this on the PS1 or the remasters made for the GameCube and then later to the PS2? Ah, uh, PS1. Okay, so the OG. OG. OG, like, yeah. Terrible graphics, like everything. God, some of the worst voice acting you could ever hear. This isn't the Superman <laughs> game. Oh my god, you almost turned into a Jill sandwich. <laughs> I love it. Oh. I'm a master of unlocking. <laughs> Classic. I would say, I would agree with you, but for me, this did not, that did not scare me at all. Daniel, have you seen this jump scare? I no, but baby. I need to experience it's it. It's made an impression on me. <laughs> this is making some kind of impression on me too. Like, well, I want to play the game. Oh, God, it'd probably be absolutely terrible nowadays. Are the jump scares better than the movie franchise? Oh, that's a tough question, actually. That's a great question. We'll have to do a Resident Evil day and compare. Yeah. Well, and I think for me, I find the the initial introduction of the zombies scarier than the actual jump scares because that's like a hugely hyped thing that's been such a massive thing, especially in the early one, early Resident Evil games. Resident Evil One, you had that sort of cutscene where you see something munching on some, and they sort of turn around slowly, and you get to see the the gorgeous 32-bit PS1 <laughs> graphics at work. And then you got the Resident Evil Two remake, which looks like something out of Saw. Oh, I gotta play that. Does anybody Ooh, yeah. have it? No, I do. I do not. Yes. Sorry. I do have... I'll, I'll chuck it your way later. I do have the original Silent Hill, which I do believe is the scarier game of the two. 
Oh yeah. In a, the is, that the, in, is that on PS2? Uh, I've got the PS1. I've got the first game on PS1. Silent Hill 2 is on PS2. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, Silent Hill 2 is definitely the better of the the main bunch of Silent Hill games, yeah. simply because the psychological horror aspect is much more refined and much better. All right, now, I'm going to go into my final, my final one. This one I'm actually not 100% sure about. It actually kind of stumped me for a little while because, like... I've only had two sort of major traumatic experiences where I've been jump-scared to death, as far as I remember. Actually, ooh. Ooh. Maybe, mm, Actually, yes, I will say this one. Okay, so have any of you played Dead by Daylight? Yes. Yes. So I recently got this for the Switch. Now, if you do get it for the Switch, please expect to wait a little while to actually get into a game, because... There's maybe about 15 people playing online at Dead by Daylight. I'll have to get it. I can play with you. <laughs> yes. Yes, we can join lobbies. It's a clan. <laughs> clan up. <laughs> yes. I need, I need to practice being the killer. But essentially, this game, it's a 1v4 sort of survival game where you play either as the killer, which you're trying to kill the, the players, the survivors, or you play as a survivor where you repair generators and basically just try and run for your life to escape. And then leave everybody else. Alive. Yeah, I'll just, just ditch everyone. It's up to you whether you be a heroic person who sacrifices themselves or just say, like, bye. Okay, bye. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. I'm done. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> I'm out. And essentially, for me, this one, I think this may have been the first or second game I had played. Now, I made the mistake of not having earphones in, nor having the volume on. Oh, no. Because I was repairing a generator, and I believe we would... I believe the killer was the Huntress. Mm. Now, I, I can't... I'm not 100% sure if that's the correct one, but essentially, I, I had the... I was moving the camera just to sort of, like, look around, see what's around me, and then I see her right behind me, and I bolt. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm running. I'm just running. I'm, I'm literally yelling just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and my... My mother actually walks into the room as I'm being chased, being like, Connor, what the hell is going on? I'm like, shut up. No, no, no. God damn it. Throws controller, parent. Yeah. Throws console. It's the Switch, man. <laughs> no, no. I, oh, God, no. Don't. Don't. I could never do that. I nearly... Disconnect, then throw. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Joy-Cons are expensive. I oh, know. It's like $109 for the pair of them. Jesus, it's like AirPods. It's, it's, a, it's, around, it's around roughly, roughly $109. It's it's a it's very uh it's it's a, it's a bit annoying how expensive they are. I, I kind of was just justified it by looking at it. If you buy an Xbox controller, that's about fifty bucks. If you buy two of them, it's about a hundred. No, I think they're like. This is the annoying thing about. We're gonna go on a sidebar here. I hate how expensive controllers are. It's ridiculous. That's that's the extra spooky. Eighty bucks for a PS4 controller. <laughs> But that's so expensive. I could buy a game with that. I can kind of understand those because, you know, like... I just get the, them when they're half price. The wireless kind of... Uh, that's all I got. Just yeah, but like now. little... But still, it's like I could buy two games with that. Or, yeah. Or one Nintendo Switch game. I can pre-order or a game. Buy Switch games while they're on sale. No, no, no. A, a Nintendo Switch game published by Nintendo. Because that's the... Actually, you know what? That's the extra big jump scare. Nintendo game prices. Two X-Files themes. <laughs> How does it go, Daniel? You can do it. Oh, shit. Um, 
So essentially, yeah, that that was sort of one of the biggest ones for me. Dead by Daylight. That was a freak one. I do have an honourable mention that literally just sort of popped into my head. Call of Cthulhu. Hey, old Cthulhu. (laughs) Call of Cthulhu, which had one of my biggest jump scares, which I haven't touched the game since. Oh, and and Subnautica. Now, have you played? Have any of you played Subnautica? It is a basically sort of like an underwater survival game where you gather resources to build stuff, yeah. and you work your way into I think escaping the planet. And essentially, you have now here's the thing with animals that we see, we see them often enough that they're not scary. With underwater, however, oh, there are some. Dark. There are some monstrosities that we have not seen. Like the anglerfish with the light. Yes, <laughs> nor do we want to see them. And for Subnautica, they have one called the Reaper. Oh, that sounds terrifying. The Reaper. The Reaper. <laughs> and essentially, I was just minding my own business, some gathering, gathering some materials. Building some stuff. And I, see, some, business. <laughs> I see something off in the distance. And my first, my first thought was, nope. <laughs> and I tried to swim away with like my my vehicle. I had my back turned. Oh no! And sure enough, it got me. No, don't, and don't. I literally yanked the power cord out of my <laughs> PS4. <laughs> it was that bad. I was terrified, and I have not touched the game since then. Never coming back. Coming back. Never coming, coming back. back. Yeah, they come back. So, Haley, we're gonna we got some. What are your sort of honorable mentions? Since I believe you've done all your. Yeah. Have you done three? Yeah, I've done three. All right. What are your honorable mentions? Oh, I don't even know. Just stuff that comes to mind, or even horror games that you play that you could recommend. Oh, you could always just kick old school, go doom, be terrified by the Here's the thing, Doom is not scary to me personally, but if you play the PS1 port of Doom that released in 1995, don't have the heavy metal music. Instead, they have this sort of atmospheric sort of slow music. Builds it. Yeah, and it can actually sort of make the game scary, so I can slightly understand that. But when it's heavy metal version, it's just like, blast, blast, just kill everything in sight. Can't take it seriously with that music. (laughs) Which you should also get it on the Switch since it is now on the Switch. I know, isn't it on like the the play pass thingy? No. No? You can just go to the Switch eShop and just pick it up. It's not that expensive. I do highly recommend it. It's not the greatest port of Doom, but it's still Doom. It's still Doom. It still counts. All right, Daniel, you have some uh, honourable honorable mentions before we get to your last one. What's my honourable mention? Shout out again to Resident Evil because it's a classic. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> particular scene. No, no, no particular scenes. Um, I'll give a shout out as well to, like, just because the game was a travesty, but the Superman Nintendo 64, like, that was a real <laughs> horror game. <laughs> That was that was a real horror game yeah. because it was bad. <laughs> like it's almost two K twenty WWE version bad, and that's oh, just oh hey, you're giving Superman you're not giving Superman sixty four enough credit, mate. Yeah, I'm sorry, you're not as bad as that. That is. <laughs> oh, if you think they're bad, try play one of the, like the first iterations of the uh, NHL games. 
Oh no! Oh. Try to do anything on that. It's oh, just like, <laughs> I will no. agree. I will attest to that. It's yeah. just there's so many glitches and stuff. You, just... you end up in another player. Yeah, not that's literally in the hot way. It's just like the whoops, you are. <laughs> your pixels have merged. What? You are oh, one. What? You have become one. You, get, you could have at least bought dinner first. <laughs> Essentially, like oh, it's. it's I the like best. to be wined and dined. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Superman sixty four. We can all agree is yeah. an absolute horror game within itself, including its development cycle. So what? That any offends other... me, but I'm also a DC fan. But I had to say it. <laughs> any other honourable mentions that you'd like to bring bring up to mind? Nah, we'll settle those for now. All right, cool. What is your number one? Okay, so my number one's a bit different. It's not like a console game; it's a PC game. Okay. But I played it like once or twice in high school, and it still scares the crap out of me now. So throwback. Let's say you're in high school. You know, computer lab time. How old were you when this happened, Daniel? You're 9 or 10, so probably about 15, 16. Okay, I may have not joined, been at high school yet. Either way, you, by the time you get to that year level, yep. you would have like at least either known about the game or may have even played it. Hmm. So you're doing this, and you know you hear the kids on the other side of the room giggling or laughing or screaming their asses off, and you turn around, see what's going on. They're playing a game. You go, what is it? It's called the Scary Maze Game. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yep. 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 I know this one. So, I know this one. Yep. The idea is, you know, it's a maze. So, you know, got to get out of the maze kind of thing. There's like a couple of levels. I think there's like two or three. And when you're about to like reach the end of the third one, which is hard to get to overall, just before you get to the end, it just goes blam. And there's like a picture of Linda Blair's The Exorcist looking at you, screaming. <laughs> A classic flash game. So there, like, I played it, and I remember flying out of the chair. Oh my god! <laughs> was I this in like? I didn't think of this one. <laughs> was this like in the middle of class? It was actually, and the <laughs> teacher looked at me, and the teacher had a go, and she was not happy. <laughs> you know, I did that as well. Yeah, I think we've all kind of done that yeah. to an extent. Like, yeah, but did you turn the volume up full blast when the teacher had a go? Because <laughs> I, I, I did. I did not. <laughs> I didn't. I just slammed my laptop down. I'm like, shh. Yeah. I, I did not I did not play this game, but I am very familiar with it. One game I do remember from like my old high school days was it was like SES Containment Breach. I think so, yeah. I've, I've heard that. Where it's like you're, something is following you, and basically you just, you're not going to win, just snaps your neck and dead. Oh, Pretty much. Savage. And then like when I was in high school, when I was like maybe 15, you guys may have been in year 12 at, by, or even first year uni. Pretty what much. year was this? Uh, 2012. <laughs> nah, in, in, we were year 12. We were year 12. Yeah. The final year. Wow, I feel so, feel so young. You're such a little bubby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I remember this was like the the first arrival of like Slender Man. Yeah, oh, yes. yeah. That, that was. was that was when Slender Man was at its peak. We also did do a gaming grudge match of uh, horror game monsters, Slender Man or Pyramid Head. Oh no, no. Um, what, there's the one where you you have to like track the Yeti. But, like, this Yeti is favourable for jump scares. Like, put a tracker on him, tracker dies out, next minute, Yeti's behind you. Oh, is this, like, the recent, like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've seen that, and that's fun. It it's, looks... It, it is fun, but at the same time, it's kind of terrifying. <laughs> for, for a split second, I thought you were talking about, like, an old... Oh, no, an no, old, no. old PC game called Ski Free. Ooh. Where you played as a skier, just sort of going down the slopes, and then, like a like an albino something just grabs you and eats you. Oh my goodness. There's no blood or anything, it's just dum 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 dum. You're done. You're done. You're done. Game over. Game over for you, boy. <laughs> 
I can just picture it being like the abdominal snowman from like the Monsters Inc. films. <laughs> you know what? Now that you've done that, I can never look at those games. <laughs> now, I, I do have an honorable mention, which I'm surprised you didn't bring up, Daniel. And oh, I'm no. waiting for you to do it. Injustice 2? No. <laughs> Sorry. Mortal Kombat? No. It's very, very recent release. We Two, talked about it. Was it 2K20? Yes. <laughs> I thought I did mention it. Not on there. This was. Oh, you did? Well, this was before the show, I think, or maybe just at the beginning. But I mentioned it after I mentioned Superman. Oh, okay. Well, please elaborate on the <laughs> WWE 2K20. Okay, so every year WWE release their, like, you know, wrestling games, which they call 2K something because of the company. Yep. So this year they released 2K20. It was, I'm not going to say, like, highly anticipated because the games have been since somewhat decreasing in quality over the years, but there's still a good demand for it. So everyone started playing it, and it was just riddled with glitches. Oh, yes. Like, oh, no, and these are bad glitches. These are these are very, very, very bad glitches. Like, you're doing a match, and all of a sudden, like, the ring starts vibrating <laughs> or shaking. Two people um, you have yes. Pretty much, you have weapons in the ring that literally sink into the ring and just disappear <laughs> for the rest of the match. That's just, just, oh, my God. I, there's one that, like, it, it sticks out to me because of just how freaky it is. Asuka with her hair, like, a foot behind her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's amazing. It's oh, it's just so many glitches. It's gone to the point, I think they had to issue refunds on it now. Um, like, the PSN store have issued some refunds. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, Steam, if you play it for under two hours, I believe you can refund it. There's a few other methods, but essentially, yeah, people have been wanting to refund the game. And 2K have said, we'll come out with a big old patch in, like, two weeks. If you're still around for it. Now, but there actually may be a reason to the horror of this game. Yeah, it's because one of the de- was one of the de- software developers, like, left, yep. like, in the early stage of the game. Uh, halfway things. through. There you go. So, Ukes, who are familiar with wrestling games. They've who been have... making them since at least the 90s, or the end of the 90s. Yes. And essentially, they left development because they're not big fans of 2K and how they do things. No, they keep trying. They come up with new ideas, and 2K is like, no, keep it this way. Keep like 90% of the product, but get like 10% improvements. So yeah. they said, we out. Yeah. Pretty much. And so it was left to visual concepts to try and make the game, essentially, or basically do everything from scratch. Yeah. Now, usually Ukes would assist visual concepts, but in this case, yeah, it's visual concepts basically on their own, and... It was not good. Real life horror no, story. It's it's reviews and critics are like I think they're like twenty percent or something. It is just and it I definitely believe that it may be I I think it could potentially crack the under one million uh, copies sold mark yep. because the last one only sold one point two five million copies. Ooh, people might just buy it for the novelty though. Not even. Nah. Like when this is done, like I'm happy to show you some of the glitches, and you'll just yes. be like, "Oh my god!" Oh yeah, we'll have a great laugh yeah. about that. <laughs> and that'll do it for the next checkpoint, our spooktacular. I want to thank Daniel and Haley for coming onto the show for a good laugh, a good <laughs> chat about times we've nearly shat ourselves, and just horror games in general. Daniel, you're welcome. Any any message you would like to leave for uh, for my listeners? Say your prayers, eat your vitamins. <laughs> good stuff, brother. <laughs> Haley, any any final words? Ah, uh, I don't know. Don't don't count out the old school games. Very <laughs> good. Go. Good stuff. Good stuff. Now, if you want to follow us on social media, go to the Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash the next checkpoint podcast. And if you want to check us out on other podcast platforms, we are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and 
Omni. So please do go check him out. Leave a subscribe. Give it a like. Give it a rate. And yeah, five-star reviews all around. That would be fantastic. We're going to see you guys on the next episode of The Next Checkpoint. Have a good one. Say bye. 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 You've been listening to a Sin Media podcast where young people run the show. Okay, see you later. Bye-bye.